Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Diving into NFL Conference Championship games on the one hand, you've got the Niners and Nick Sainert's Detroit Lions. <laughs> on the other side, you've got the Chiefs and the Ravens. Nick, just pulse check. How are you feeling about Sunday? I'm okay. I, I think Sunday is going to be the first day that I actually go to. I'm going to try the Jake Sorensen method. Now, it doesn't it doesn't help him out with his, his Miami Dolphins. The Jake Sorensen method of turn down free tickets? I th- Well, no. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go to an establishment by myself and watch the game by myself. Hmm. So I don't know if you know this about Jake. I do not. Jake goes to an establishment here in Lincoln every Sunday and watches the Dolphins game by himself. And the only reason I know that, I would have never known this unless I walked in to the same establishment he was in. And this is, so it was, we walked in, my family and I, we walked in, we sat down for lunch. And all of a sudden I'm hearing this dude hooting and hollering uh, a couple couple tables away uh, when Tua makes a play. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, what is going on? And he's like, make sure Jake's not around here. He's kind of obnoxious a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, man, what is this guy doing? I look over, and it's Jake. Oh, dang. And so Jake makes a little bit of noise, hooting and hollering uh, in an establishment while watching the Bill or watching the Dolphins. So I don't know. We'll see what that is. I, I'm hoping I can just sit down and watch it. But who knows? Other people in my life might have other plans. Jared Goff is in really good company. He's one of five quarterbacks to have reached the NFC Championship uh, with two different teams Yeah, uh, since 2000. The other four... Kurt Warner, yep. Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, and Tom Brady. Dang, that's really good company. Now, okay, here as a as a person that just obviously knows NFL, but why doesn't Jared Goff get more respect? Because of how things ended. Okay, I think that is really all it is. Because his college career was good, if not overwhelming. Yeah, it was. It was all right. Yeah, because his. First few years were a bit of a climb, right? The The Rams had that couple year kind of apex where they were contenders. Mm-hmm. You had the shootout with Kansas City yes. in that uh, like 54-51 yep. game. Like, okay, here's the future of football. We're here. We made it. But that was more about Mahomes and the big plays by the Rams defense at the yep. end than Jared Goff. And, and Todd Gurley in that and game. And Todd Gurley. But I think the way Belichick outclassed McVay was a big deal, but okay. we didn't put that blame nearly as much on McVay as we did Jared Goff. Yeah. Right? Like Tom Brady wasn't good in that Super Bowl either, but it was Jared Goff that got the blame for the Rams. Yeah. Not Sean McVay not adapting, not a whole lot of credit to the Patriots for, for mm-hmm. making those adjustments. Jared Goff, I think his career very easily could have turned into Josh Rosen's if Sean McVay didn't believe in him at the start. So credit Sean McVay for, you know, at least for a while, believing in him, making a system that works. But then he also, Nick, went to Detroit. Yeah. Like, I know they had Matthew Stafford, but other than that, name a notable Detroit quarterback. Well, and that's the thing is it's tough to do so. And that's a big reason why you haven't made the the conference title game since 91. And yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't host a playoff game in, in 30 years. So, so like, I, I get that. Um I don't know. This, I mean, this is a guy in, as Chris Collinsworth says, yeah, here's, here's a guy. guy. <laughs> here's a guy that um, here he is, twelve and five record this season, right before the playoffs. He's completed sixty eight percent of his passes for forty five hundred yards, uh, just twelve interceptions to thirty touchdowns. 
this season. And that's improved in the playoffs. It has improved in the playoffs, and that's the key. He's winning in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, here here he is taking if if he's able to pass this test against the 49ers, right? Which I'm trying to stay as unbiased as I can <laughs> because I, I also like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I've been a fan of the Lions for the last 30 years. Like I'm not gonna sit here and try to do that. You're not 30 years old, so if you had been a fan so for the last 30 it, years, it'd, it'd be, be very impressed. Pretty, pretty talented. But no, in in all in all joking aside, it's remarkable the way that Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, the front office has quickly mm-hmm. shifted things mm-hmm. for Detroit. You think back to when Dan Campbell took over, right? They did not have a good year in his first season. What, 4 and 12? Yeah, 4 and 12. They had to once again continue to believe in Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. but continue to believe in Jared Goff, mm-hmm. right? Because think of it that way. The the way that Matthew Stafford got traded, it, it was like, all right, his time, it's kind of stale by now. He's been in Detroit a while. Um, right, obviously back in in the in the older days with with Calvin Johnson um and Megatron, like it's like, all right, that was the Matthew Stafford everybody kind of grew to love. Well, then it it wasn't that Matthew Stafford after for a while after that. So maybe a fresh start's good for everybody. It was kind of that situation in Detroit. It wasn't sitting here thinking, oh yeah, you know what? Jared Goff is going to be our franchise quarterback. So now, here you are, you continuously believed not only in Dan Campbell, you continuously believed in Jared Goff as Mm -hmm. your quarterback when it would have been very easy to, with a new head coach, make a new start with everybody. Start with a fresh quarterback like we're seeing a lot of teams do. But instead, stuck with Jared Goff, obviously stuck with Dan Campbell, you started drafting incredibly well, um, not only this last season, but even in years past with Panay Sewell. You boosted up that offensive line. Panay Sewell played a massive part in the Lions' win on Sunday mm-hmm. against the Buccaneers. Then you make some hard decisions along the way as well. Jamal Williams was great for the Detroit Lions last season. Led him in touchdowns mm-hmm. last season. DeAndre Swift was a guy you drafted a couple of years ago and had a really strong start to his career. But you still decided to move on from those guys. You move on from those two after they took you to a 9-8 and record mm-hmm. and you won against the Packers in the last game of the season to keep the Packers out of the playoffs after you got eliminated the week before, mm-hmm. right? Those guys and Jamal Williams is crying in the postgame and all this saying, we them dogs, boy, we, we, you know. We the Detroit Lions. Um, so you move on from those guys, and it's like, okay, what's the plan here? You go out, you sign a somewhat of a veteran in David Montgomery, and then you also bring in Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. You trade a couple of draft picks, you move back, you get Sam Laporta, you drafted Amon Ross St. Brown a couple of years ago. Things have just worked out absolutely perfect now for the Lions to where they're not focused on a quarter. Like, yeah, Jared Goff's great. But if the world ended and they needed a new quarterback tomorrow, there's so many pieces there that it kind of feels I don't want to I don't want to compare them to the the Niners because <laughs> because they don't have a Christian McCaffrey and they don't right. have a Debo Samuel. But it feels like it's an opportunity in terms of like short term vision that they could bring in a guy and they wouldn't completely have bleep hit the fan. Right. Because there's so many pieces that are playing so well right now. And Aiden Hutchinson, by the way. Right. Jared Goff is really good, but he wouldn't be the guy I would describe as the engine 
of Detroit's success necessarily. Credit Ben Johnson for for working and molding a system around what Jared Goff can do. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm more willing to say Jared Goff is along the lines of Brock Purdy, right? I would who, agree. Who has talent? I would who has the ability agree. to play quarterback at the NFL level. But also, I wouldn't say is necessarily the engine for their success, which is where I think you know quarterback wins is just a kind of messed up stat. Um, is Jared Goff the second best Lions quarterback of all time? Probably not. No. It's Stafford number one. It's Bobby Lane number mm-hmm. two. Won a few Super Bowls, and then it's just been a couple of years for Jared Goff. So, so give him time. So we got this text on the text line. And this is fine. He says they say Matt Stafford was the fastest quarterback to fifty thousand yards. He was doing just fine in Detroit. I wasn't asking how Matthew. I wasn't saying how Matthew Stafford was doing. Mm-hmm. I was saying from a holistic view, how were the Detroit Lions doing? Yeah, right. And and it, it kind of stalemate might not be the right right word. It just kind of ran its course, mm-hmm. right? Calvin Johnson retires after the 2015 season, if I remember correctly. And so here, let me pull up Matthew Stafford. So 2015, they went seven and nine. Calvin Johnson retires. They end up going nine and seven, nine and seven, which are fine. But then you go six and ten, three and four and one in the COVID season, and then five and eleven. It just, or excuse me, three, four and one. Then he got, uh, no, then he got injured. injured. Excuse me, yeah, injured. That's the that's the issue. Was that it, it was? It never felt like okay. We gave you what is it, five or six years after mm-hmm. you lost your wide receiver one, and this could be a a an organization issue. Mm-hmm. You just never got it on the right track. And mm-hmm. sometimes, as we knew, like you got to just move on from the guys that you feel sentimental about. And Matthew Stafford was one of them. And that's why, you know, two weeks ago when the Rams came to Detroit, it was really cool because Matthew Stafford was back in Detroit for the first time. Jared Goff was playing his old head coach for the first time. Like it was cool. It was mm-hmm. it was sentimental. But ultimately, Jared Goff has the Lions in a better spot than Matthew Stafford did since 2014 when Matthew yeah. Stafford went to a Pro Bowl. Because mm-hmm. uh, so Matthew Stafford went to a Pro Bowl, I think this year in 2023, uh, he's going to go to the Pro Bowl. Didn't get selected to a Pro Bowl since 2014. So I, I just think you have to be realistic. Unfortunately, um, the the statistics surrounding Matthew Stafford are accurate, right? Mm-hmm. Fastest to 50,000. You're right. He was doing. He was doing fine. Detroit was not doing fine. La Lions are seven point underdogs on Sunday. Do they cover? Do they win outright? Oh man, I I don't think they win. Um, just because the 49ers are so good, they're so good all over the place. And the um, Super Bowl colors aren't aren't blue. Thank so. you, thank you. I, I think I think the I think the Lions cover. I think I do think the Lions cover just because the the mentality of the Lions. I see this being like a field goal game, a four point mm. game, a twenty eight twenty four type of finish. Flip so. side of that is Baltimore four point favorites over Kansas City. Your pick. I, I think Kansas City gets it done. As much as it kills me to say it, I think they do. I, I just nothing that I've seen. I thought Buffalo was going to win handily on, on this last weekend. Mm-hmm. They they probably should have, but Kansas City actually has a defense this time. And uh, if they, I, I believe they use Willie Gay to to spy. He had the neck injury though, so okay, I so think his status is up in the air. Well, so there you go. I I could see it being a blowout Baltimore or a close Kansas City win. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to bet against the Chiefs just because... You're scared to bet against they, Mahomes, they can, and I don't blame you. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. And, and, and that's maybe why I'm 
Lamar Jackson just doesn't give me that feeling that Mahomes does. If he wins this game, do you start to get that way, or is it just the one? Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot in Baltimore that he Mark Andrews might be returning this week, right? So I don't know. I, I could see it blow out Baltimore. I could also see close Kansas City. Let's have the Bill Belichick discussion real quick when we get back. Why has he only had one interview? Yeah. We'll go through that before we get into a college basketball hour in hour two. He's Nick. I'm Austin. This is On the Block.